And I could very clearly feel like someone had sat down on the bed next to me. My one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched those stairs coming down. One night we went downstairs, we heard a bang like something had fallen. Several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open, like wide open. But there's very distinct audio on one of the uh, videos that says, open the door. Very nasty, demonic sounding voice. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. And welcome to our season four finale. Dude. Wow, I can't believe it. I know. And girl, what a year it has been. I no mean, kidding. We did an entire season in the middle of a freaking pandemic. So we're working on a top 10 of 2020. So I went back to the beginning of the year and just started listening to like season three from the beginning, you mm-hmm. know, because think back to January, we were just getting started here at my house. We got all the new studio equipment so we could do it here from my house. And listening back to those beginning episodes, first of all, I realized how much I miss just being in a room with you. I know. It's just not the same. It really isn't. And I I don't even know if people recognize that anymore, that we're having to do it distanced because of the the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, because I've got kids in school. You've got a husband who's a teacher and a football coach. So both of us are kind of like risky. Uh, Then we had the Talk is Jericho thing that we taped in February. Seems so long ago. Oh, girl. That, it's, like, I feel like we did that years ago. Oh, I know. It's like five lifetimes ago. Seriously. Wow. Because it was 2020. We taped it in February, and I think both of us thought it was going to air, like, in the next couple of weeks. Right. <laughs> and it did not. That shit didn't <laughs> drop until July, you know? Right. And, and we been, by then, we were like, he's never going to play it. Chris Jericho <laughs> doesn't like us anymore. Why do you happen. hate us, Chris Jericho? Yes. Why? And, and, then, and along the way, we had interviews with, we had Liz Sauer, from Ghosts in the Burbs. We talked to the host of Dark History, also the host of Booze and Bourbon. Both of those girls now, they're in Canada. They've got their own ghost hunting TV show. So that is awesome. I know. I need to get a link to that. In fact, we'll find a link and we'll post it with a companion post for this. So then the Haunted AF episode of Chris Jericho's Talk is Jericho drops in July, and that was huge for us. And then the whole Kelly Clarkson show thing happened. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's been a big year, a big and weird year. I know. I No matter what you have gone through this year, know that you have done something spectacular. (laughs) Yes, you've made history. Literally, we've all made history in 2020. It's true. Every single day, we have lived through something unprecedented. And every single one of us should be kind of proud of that, no matter what. I think so. Even if we pretty much cried and drank our way through the whole past year. We're here, damn it. my hand. Yes. Okay, so coming up, we're going to check back in with some of our favorite ghost stories from the past year. We got Becky Vickers, Cody, who had that ghost story from Afghanistan. We're going to talk to Jesse from The Painted Lady, Anthony Young from the UK. All of those guys are going to have the updates for us, and we do have some new stories to share with you. And of course, everything you hear on the podcast today and previous ones, you can get it all at hauntedaf.com. We do the companion blogs with each and every episode, plus follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. That way you can see all the photos that we talk about, all the videos that we talk about. And be sure to check out our online store as well, hauntedaf.com. All kinds of cute Haunted AF merch, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats. Oh my God, the coffee mug, which is like my absolute favorite. Go ahead, order that now because you want to get it in time for Christmas. Oh yeah, and the, sti- the stickers would be really great. Stocking stuffers. And, oh yeah, totally. And even if we're not posting podcasts, we post stuff on social media daily. So it's a great way to keep in touch with everybody. Another great way is our Patreon page. And uh, we do have to say hello and send big love to our new patrons, Heather Leffler and Jenny Ward. Jenny Ward especially. She she became a patron like back, oh gosh, early last month. And we forgot to thank her. So sorry, Jenny. Extra love to Jenny Ward. But keep in mind, (laughs) yes, we will be posting new content on the Patreon page. So go to patreon.com and search for Haunted AF. All right, let's just go ahead and jump into the story. Hi, Julie. Hi, Rebecca. My name is Frankie, and I'm from Southern California. I have a tiny bit of a holiday haunting story. When I was in college at California State University, Monterey Bay, I was at home for Christmas break. Now, the campus is built on top of an old military base called Fort Ord, and my apartment complex was in the backwoods that lead up to campus. So in the winter with the coastal fog rolling in, it is pretty ooky spooky, and there's a lot of ghost stories from the past that have carried on from other students. So I was at home watching Desperate Housewives, and I decided to call it a night, maybe around midnight, and got all cuddled up in bed and started dozing off to sleep. I soon heard like two loud knocks at the front door and thought that was weird because I didn't hear anyone coming up the steps behind my wall. But I got out of bed and went to the front door and looked through the peephole. No one was there, but I, for some reason, decided to open the door and say hello and no one answered. So I shut the door and went back to my bed. Maybe three to five minutes later, I heard the tap, tap again, like someone really thought, it's a good time to come over. So I tiptoed to my bedroom door, opened it, and decided just to peek out the blinds that are overlooking the front door. Now, I know what I saw, which is absolutely nothing, when I heard the next tap, tap, and the door shook like someone was knocking. You could kind of hear like the hardware rattle a little bit. And I just screamed silently and went right back to bed, put the covers over my head. And I was actually able to kind of push it out of my mind until about 3.15 a.m. I actually heard a knock clear as day on my bedroom door. Tap, tap, Franny which is actually what my roommate calls me and this is exactly what her voice sounds out like so I was kind of crazy enough to believe she was actually there and I heard it again tap tap Franny but this time I had actually noticed that the light was on in the dining room right outside of my door and it looked like someone was standing on the other side I had every reason to like convince myself she came home or something So I get up, open the door really fast, and I go, what, Kate? And all of a sudden, the lights are off and no one is there. The doors are closed and locked. All the windows are closed. And I was just so stunned because I know what I heard and I know what I saw. And maybe I let something in, but I just couldn't believe it. And none of my roommates even believed me. 
and I was so upset. So um, I hope you enjoyed it. It was short but sweet and have a happy holiday. Bye. Bye, Frankie. I don't know if sweet is the word I would use for that. No, not at all. I'm like, she opened the door and let it in probably. Isn't it like the monkey's paw that knock, Ooh, knock, knock on the door? Yeah. Now, actually, I Googled this Fort Ord that is close to the school. And Monterey is super haunted as it is. But Fort really? Ord is an abandoned military base. And the pictures are terrifying. So we'll post some of the pictures of Fort Ord with the companion post. But that's another place that's supposed to be super haunted. So, Frankie, you are definitely not alone there. Our next one comes from Amanda, and she says, Good morning, ladies. Hope you are well. My name is Amanda Maloney from Surrey, England. Hello, Governor. (laughs) I know, right? I'm so tempted to do this all in an accent, but I won't because I don't want to ruin it. Okay. Um, (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Maybe start off. Just give give us the first sentence with your best. Many years ago, my husband, baby daughter, and I lived in a new building. I went into a whole different kind of British there. <laughs> okay, just just do it as Rebecca Black. She says, I lived in a new build house very close to Kenley Aerodrome, which is where planes took off to fight in the Battle of Britain. One weekend, my husband was away. My nephew and myself had been out on a Friday night, and I was having a lion. Ooh, a lion. Is that a polite way to say you're hungover? Uh, yes, let's go with that. Uh, she says it was a sunny morning, and I could hear my nephew talking on the phone downstairs. I was lying with my back to the door, eyes closed, and willing myself back to sleep when I felt someone sit on the bed and gently lay a hand in my back. I thought it was my nephew waking me up with a cup of tea, but I turned my head to see not my nephew, but a man with dark hair and a thin face with burn scars all over, dressed as a World War II pilot. So we stared at each other for a few seconds, and then I pulled the duvet over my head saying, no, 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 then screamed, sod off. (laughs) At that point, I felt him get up off the bed. So I ran downstairs, I told my nephew what happened, and then I noticed the cord on the window blinds was plated quite elaborately. I guess that's, Is that like a fancy word for braid? I think so, yeah. Okay. Knowing neither one of us did it, we decided to get the hell out of there. One night, not long after I heard our one-year-old daughter calling me, I went into her room and she was standing on her cot. That's bed, by the way, okay. FYI. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, in case no one got that. She looked at me and said, Mummy, man, man, while clawing her fingers down her cheek. Oh, Oh, damn. Yeah. She spent the rest of the night in our room. The next day, I lit a candle and I talked to him. I said that I knew he didn't mean to, but he was scaring my baby girl and that he needed to move on. I told him to go with God's love and understanding, and then the atmosphere completely lifted. I felt sad for him, though. He must have died so suddenly and painfully, but hopefully his soul is happy now. Oh my God, Amanda. He sounds like he's kind of nice too with the gentle laying his hand on her back. Aww. Right. Like maybe he was just trying to soothe her hangover or something. <laughs> yeah. Like if I rub her back, her hangover will go away. Or maybe he was just a creeper. He's like, hey baby. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got this one from Amy. She says, here I am from the Republic of Ireland once again. Love the podcast. Keeps me going at work. I have a funny story to share with you. I was at work a few days ago and it's a very easy environment. We joke and laugh a lot. And the guys decided to put on Christmas music and start singing. So, of course, my boss, being the Grinch he is, comes over and says, oh, guys, boo-boo. anything but Christmas songs, it's too <laughs> early. Either 
either play regular songs or just put your headphones on and listen to ghost stories like I do. It's more entertaining. So immediately I'm like, oh my God, ghost stories. That's all I listen to. And he asked what I listened to. And I said, the Haunted AF podcast on Spotify. He started chuckling and said, so I'm not the only weird paranormal geek that enjoys the stories. So he and his daughter often listen as she loves the dead pet of the week stories. Uh, He absolutely made my week. Anyway, you guys stay safe during these times. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work, Amy. So I love it all the way in Ireland. People are like, oh, you listen to the Haunted AF podcast. Yes, that's awesome. That makes us feel so good. Okay, so this next story comes from Anthony. I'm not even going to tell you who he is. You're going to recognize his voice. Hello again, girls. Uh, Anthony Ah. Uh, said that I had more stories and that I'd ring you back. A while ago, I'd say I was about 18. I'm 37 now. Um, I was going out with a girl who was a singer and we used to travel across country. Uh, That means a different thing in England. That's literally an hour and a half drive from Newcastle to Carlisle. To go that way, you could either go down the main motorway or you could go down what is known as the old military road, which was built by the Romans. And it's meant to be one of the most haunted roads in Britain. So we went that way looking for ghosts uh, on the way there. And it was obviously even darker on the way back. So we came that way again. And I had a couple of drinks and I was like, you know what would be a good idea? If you'd pull over and let me steal a lamb out the farmer's field, I could put the lamb in my mum's back garden and I think that would be funny. Remember, I'm 18 and I've had a couple of pints. And she was obviously saying no. But after about 20 minutes of me badgering her, she went, right, there's a hole in the wall over there. I'll pull up behind this tree and you can go and steal a lamb. Now, there was me, uh, three friends in the back, and she pulled over. Now, we could all see the gap in the wall uh, behind the tree. And as she pulled in behind the tree... As we opened the door, there was a a very grey, I wouldn't say a see-through, but like a very grey figure of a man sitting on the wall with his feet over a very old-fashioned bike. And uh, we screamed. We, like three uh, 18, 19-year-old blokes, just screamed in his face, jumped in the car and shouted, drive, drive, drive. So my girlfriend at the time drove away and she went, no, we literally got a minute down the road. She went, Anth. You've just screamed in an old man's face. I'm going to turn this car around and apologise to him. So she turned the car around and she went back and there was no one there. And it was quite a wet night. So where the bike was and where he was sitting, there was mud on the ground. There was no bike tracks. There was no footprints in the mud. And she went, well, we haven't seen him come this way. So he must have went the other way. So we went driving an extra five minutes in the opposite direction to apologise. And he wasn't there. And doing some research on this, just to send you like a couple of articles, there's someone else seen this ghost. So I'm absolutely buzzing that I'm not the only person that's seen it. So yeah, I've, I've wrote to my friend. I was like, do you remember this? He's like, oh, hell yeah, I remember that. I've got a really weak dead pet of the week story. And I mean like really weak, if you want to queue up the jingle. Dead pet of the week. <laughs> I had two dogs when I was little, Penny and Lassie. And uh, Lassie died. Unfortunately, she was an older dog. And I went to sleep and I always had my door closed. And I woke up in the middle of the night and Penny was in my room. And I was like, hiya, Penny, come here. She didn't come. But it was dark, it was just that outline. I said, hi, Pen. She didn't come. And I went, ah, sod you. I turned over and went back to sleep. I woke up the next day and my door was still shut. And I thought, well, Penny couldn't get in my room. So I pulled my dad and I was like, Dad. And remember, my dad's a great man. He he tells us that the ghosts are going to get us and everything. I was like, Dad, um, did you shut my door? He's like, no, no, your door's been shut all night. Why? I says, oh, Penny was in my room in the middle of the night. He's like, nope, Penny was with me all night. And I just, I don't know, um, like the woman said last week about cats, if it's just what you're used to. But I, I swear, there was a dog in my room. So uh, maybe it's just Lassie coming to say goodbye one more time. 
Keep doing what you're doing. I genuinely love the podcast. I look forward to it every Thursday over here in uh, in the UK. And it's been a pleasure speaking to you again. See you later, girls. Bye-bye. Anthony Young, touring comedian in the UK. I really want to get drunk with him. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings, from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. Yes. Oh my gosh. I adore him. I love everything about him. The way he tells stories, the way he talks. Oh, he's just so cute. He is absolutely adorable. And he did send us some links. He wasn't kidding. Like more people have seen this old man on the bicycle on the old Roman highway. So uh, we will post links to that. And thank you, Anthony, for introducing the dead pet of the week story for us. And uh, <laughs> now you might have already heard the story if you follow us on TikTok, but we did get a really great story from Grayson. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Julie. This is Grayson. And I wanted to tell you my dead pet of the week story. A couple years back when me and my wife first started dating, we were living in this apartment complex. It was just me, her, and my dog. Now, my wife and the dog never seemed to get along, and the dog I had had since I was little. And the dog ended up passing away, but the dog had a very distinctive bark. So fast forward a couple weeks, and I'm working nights, and I get a phone call from my wife and then the police department saying that somebody was trying to break into the apartment. My wife said the dog was barking and I didn't believe it to begin with. When I got there, the, uh, the police officers and I had just walked through the door and the cops said, thanks for putting the dog up. I said, what are you talking about? And he said, well, the dog, when we first got here, the dog was barking and growling. So clearly she put the dog up and somewhere in the afterlife, the dog uh, took care of my wife for me. So that's my dead pet of the week story. Thank you guys. I love the show. Have a good one. We posted Grayson's story on all of our social medias. The one thing I noticed, because he sent the video, he's in his car. Uh-huh. Almost right. everyone who records their stories, they're doing it in their car. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I, it, maybe that's where it's easiest to listen to the podcast, maybe, and then I get inspired. I think it's also where we're safe from judgment. Like, we're not going to be sitting with our spouse. <laughs> that's a good point. Or children who are going to be like, oh my, are you really going to tell that story? That's not a real ghost story. Yeah. And you know what? If that's what you have to do, go sit in your damn car and record your stories because we want them. <laughs> Hauntedafpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. I like how we both tried to work in the, the email. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you've got an update for us. Yes. Do you remember Emily and her haunted Elsa doll? Hell yes, I remember Emily. <laughs> We've got I so... know. I'm like, how could you forget? She's like, Emily <laughs> is like the gift that keeps on giving. Well, she is still giving. So first of all, you can hear the whole Elsa doll story. If you haven't already heard it, it's in episode three, season three. And I've been talking to her on Facebook, trying to get her back on the podcast. And we may be doing something during the break. So you may have to get on Patreon to listen to what she has to say. So here's what's going on. Somehow, her daughter has stumbled upon another freaking haunted Elsa doll. What the hell? So she did not tell me the full story, 
I'm not 100% sure how her daughter got this Elsa doll, but I can tell you that right now it's currently tied up inside of a laundry bag in her laundry room and buried under dirty clothes right now. That's how terrified they are of this thing. It's still too it's close. It's way too close. Uh, yes. Oh, by the way, so I had asked her if she had listened to the follow-up interview that we did with her. God, was that at the end of season three? Yeah. And so we had someone who claimed that they thought they heard an extra voice in there when we were talking to her. Mm-hmm. So I asked her, have you listened to that episode? She says, no. And I go, okay, well, do you want to be surprised the next time that we talk to you? And she was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, great. So she had no idea that there was another voice in the background when she was talking to us. Oh, my God. So we're going to play it for... Oh, God. Yeah, we got to play it for her. We had to break the news to her because she's going to freak the hell out. I'm kind of scared. I mean... Is I this, know! Because that would scare the shit out of me if I was... Because seriously, you and I talk and it... Okay, you can find that. It's on TikTok, YouTube, all of our social medias. I'll post another link to it in the finale companion post. But it sounds like it's on her end of the phone line. Whatever is going on is in, it's got to be in her house. Okay, so we'll do another interview with Emily and we're going to post that on the Haunted AF Patreon page. We also have another update about Brent Underwood. So he's the guy that bought the abandoned Cerro Gordo mining town in uh-huh. California. So we talked to this guy. Remember, it was like, it was yeah. right there in the beginning of the pandemic. So he had gone out to this old abandoned mining town and got stuck out there in a snowstorm and then stuck even further because of the pandemic, which sounds mm-hmm. terrifying, but he was like living his best life. Yeah, he loved it. And it was so funny because we posted his story on Facebook and people were going on Facebook saying, can I please move out there with you and help you do this? Because it is kind of a dream come true. But then Mm -hmm. we found out there was a fire over the summer in his little Cerro Gordo town and it burned down one of the big hotels that they were trying to renovate because Brent's Mm -hmm. whole plan is to turn this into a resort for freaks like us who would rather stay in an abandoned (laughs) mining town and go creep around old mines shafts so he but he is still building it and one of the greatest things that Brent Underwood is doing now he has a YouTube channel it's called Ghost Town Living and it's honestly like better than anything you're going to find on TV right now I don't know why he doesn't have his own Netflix series yet because oh it's going to happen now it's got to happen because he's just filming himself and he's good you know he's got like drone shots and everything he's just filming himself living in this town in this old ghost town and creeping around these old mine shafts. It's called Ghost Town Living. Find that on YouTube. Again, we'll post a link to that in the companion blog and we'll try to get him on the podcast. But the reality is Brent Underwood is like way too famous for us now. Aww, you're, I know, you're, my heart hurts now. I, know, I have like hit him up so many times this year. Just dude, we'd love to hear an update from you. But his Instagram page, I think he has 600,000 followers. Like he's just oh my he's super famous now. So again, follow him on YouTube. It is so worth it. Ghost Town Living. Okay, here's another story this one is from Layla hi guys my name is Layla and I just wanted to share one of my stories with you I went to the University of Vermont and I moved into this small little cottagey house at the beginning of my junior year just a lot of weird stuff happened there um I swear to god I would have turned the lights off and they would be on when I came back or vice versa or you know I would be taking a shower and my phone would just go flying off the little shelf you know things that like possibly could be explained but just kind of weird Another night, I was sleeping, and at 3 in the morning, of course, 3 in the morning, my portable radio just started blasting static. Scared the living daylights out of me. The final thing for me, though, that was the cherry on top of the Sunday. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right, the right phrase. Anyways... 
the biggest thing that happened was on my grandpa's birthday i gave him a phone call i was walking up the stairs to my bedroom and i had just sat down on my bed and he goes who just told you to stand up and i go what and he goes do you have a boy over in your room i was like what are you talking about and he was like layla do you have a boy in your room and i was like no i swear to god i don't he was like well you know you you don't have to lie to me and i was like papa i swear to god that i don't what are you talking about and he was like well i just heard a man's voice telling you to get up off the bed and this was just as i had sat down on my bed and i just froze when i tell you i booked it out of there i booked it i i was like no games you know and you know no one believes me like all my roommates are just like you're overreacting whatever but i know something was in there i actually after that i just you know i walked into my room one day and i looked around and i said spirit i don't know who you are but you were here first and i respect you you know like no! this is your space no! i'm just cohabitating like you uh -uh. do you and ever since then things were okay and i just thought that was so freaking crazy all right thanks for doing what you do your podcast is awesome bye thanks layla okay oh, that first, was hilarious I know, first of all grandpa like is there a boy in your room get that boy out of your room yeah and i'm glad that it's working for layla but normally your best bet is to tell them to get out you know? yeah we do not recommend saying like i know you were here first tell them to leave Just, go home shoo shoo yeah, ghost get on out of here so our next email actually comes from anonymous oh. And they say, hi, Julie, Rebecca, just wanted to share my ghostly story. Don't really believe in ghosts, but I'll tell you anyway, just to make y'all happy. Okay. Like, like we're badgering them personally? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess we, we've asked for too many ghost stories yeah. and he's like, fine. So he goes on to say, so a couple of years ago, I was laying in bed wide awake around 12. I had just turned off the lights after reading a book and was closing my eyes when I heard what I thought were footprints. I opened my eyes and I looked around a bit but didn't see anything, which is a little weird. So I brushed it off and I closed my eyes again. And that's when I heard a rhythmic creaking sound. It was coming from the corner of the room where I have an antique rocking chair. I opened my eyes and there was a really old lady knitting in the rocking chair, clothed in all black with white tattered gloves. Now this goes on for about two minutes and I was terrified. Then I said, the dumbest thing ever. Oh, we love that. I said, um, you're in my room. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the old lady looked up and scared the crap out of me because she had no eyes. Uh, what? And then she raised her finger to her lips in a hush motion, and I could not talk. Literally, nothing would come out. Then the old lady got up and motioned for me to lay down. And my body did it, much against my wishes, oh. and she put my arms under the covers and then brushed my eyes closed. Instantly, I fell asleep. But when I woke up, there were bruise imprints like someone had grabbed my arm really hard. Oof. Now, I'm sure there's some logical explanation for this, and I still don't believe in ghosts. What the what? hell? How do you not believe in ghosts after this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a guy, by the way. So, yay, your theory yeah. is confirmed. Yes. No big <laughs> shock there. We it all along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it goes on to say, keep up the good work. Uh, I love making fun of people who send in stories. And yes, I am making fun of myself <laughs> as I send this. <laughs> Well, that's good. <laughs> is that allowed? Can we allow that? What, the making fun of? I don't think that should be allowed. You know, Even though, if you are making fun of yourself. But if you're still listening and you're still sending in stories, then I think we'll allow it. Okay, fine. All right. We also <laughs> never got to say thank you to our local NBC News affiliate, NBC5, who did a story about Haunted AF just before Halloween. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. I know. It was right there during the whole Kelly Clarkson thing. So it got pushed aside, but it was a big deal. And the anchor, Christy Nelson, is actually a fan of Scary Stuff. She's been listening to the Yay. podcast and she shared two stories with us. First of all, she says, several months ago before my son started talking, I was holding him in his room and talking to him about going to bed. When all of a sudden I thought I heard him say, night, night. But it was a really deep, gravelly voice, like, night, night. This is Definitely not coming from a baby. This is a baby boy. Now, <laughs> I had not been saying night, night at the moment. So I looked at him, and I'm trying to get him to say it again, and he never did. Not for another three months. And when he did, it didn't sound anything like, night, night. He said it really <laughs> softly, and it sounded like, nah, nah. So I don't know who was talking that night. Also, yeah, definitely not your baby. Right. My sister and I also share a story about sleeping in my grandparents' house in Arkansas when we were children. We both woke up in the middle of the night and saw a gray-haired woman in curlers sitting at the end of the bed. The woman never turned around to face us, but we both saw her. And we didn't discuss it until the following morning, and we asked my mom if she had come in, but she hadn't. And her first thought was that it was her mother. So again, thank you, Christy Nelson from NBC5. That was awesome. Those were fantastic. Okay, so this next story, this is for anybody who's looking for some sort of haunted holiday vacation. So let me start off by saying I am absolutely addicted to Haunted AF. Great job, girls. My name is Ambra, and my husband and I celebrated our one-year anniversary this past October, and we went to Charleston, South Carolina, and we stayed at the Francis Marion Hotel. I chose Charleston because there's a lot of history in downtown Charleston, but I was unaware that Charleston is considered one of the top 10 haunted cities in the U.S., so didn't know that. (laughs) And needless to say, our hotel the francis marion is a haunted hotel so we get there friday we check in everything's good we get to our room nothing happened friday uh wake up the next morning did some tours you know sightseeing come back to the room and it was probably late so as it's getting darker outside we're turning on the lights in our room my husband's on the other side of the room he starts turning on those lights over there and he goes to turn on the lamp and it won't come on I'm thinking, are you kidding me? We just had that light on yesterday, you know. For the amount of money we're paying, I need these bulbs to work a little bit better than this. (laughs) All of a sudden, he bends down. And when he comes back up, he's got the plug in his hand. And I'm like, well, why did you unplug it? And he looks at me and he's like, I didn't. (laughs) So somehow, someway, the lamp was unplugged, which is why it didn't work. So somehow overnight or while we were gone, the lamp got unplugged. Now, please keep in mind because someone could say, oh, it was just the staff. Maybe they tripped and unplugged it, didn't realize it. Because of COVID, there was no maid service. They would not enter your room. So the only people that had entered that room was was us, me and him. The next thing that happened, um, Sunday morning, I'm laying in the bed. He's knocked out snoring next to me and I'm not able to fall back asleep just yet. So I'm just sitting there watching the room, just looking around. And all of a sudden the bathroom door, it opens and then it closes. It opens and then it closes. It opens and then it closes. It did that three times. I got up, I went into the bathroom, turned on the light to see if there was a fan that could possibly be making this door do this. There was no fan. So this door was just moving, opening and closing by itself with no, there was no draft, no nothing. And then it just stopped doing it. My husband claims he heard some moaning. I didn't believe him because I think once he found out the hotel was haunted, um, he was trying to scare me. But I'll have to confirm with him if he's serious or not. If you guys decide (laughs) to play this on your show. (laughs) 
<laughs> I will definitely confirm that with him. Um, but yeah, that hotel is definitely haunted. We were on the ninth floor in room 900. And the story is way back in the day, there was a shoot salesman who fell in love with a Charleston native there. And when she told him that they couldn't be together because she already had a family, he jumped out the window and killed himself. And he was on the 10th floor. So we were just one floor below. So yeah, we definitely experienced some haunting things that night. And I just wanted to share it with y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day. Thank you, Ambra. And actually, the Francis Marion is billed as one of the most haunted hotels in Charleston, South Carolina. Wow, I did not know that. You know, every single hotel in Charleston calls itself that. (laughs) Even the La Quinta is like, oh, yeah, we're super haunted. Oh, Rebecca, we got a ghost story from a kid. I'm sorry, I had to share this one. Hey, guys, my name is um, Sloan, and I'm the son of Emily. She's the one who stole the bone from the catcombs. She's my mom. And um, I would like to tell you my ghost story. One day, I was going to the bathroom at a restaurant, and, okay, the door was really screechy. The door to the bathroom, not the stall door. I look over, I see a pair of boots, like, um, hunter boots, something like that. And the door never opened. I never heard anything. The door never opened. And when I came out of the stall, the pair of boots were gone. So that's my first ghost story. I'm not, I don't know if... Okay, look, Sloan's story just stopped off in the middle there. So (laughs) I don't know what happened. If your kids want to send in ghost stories, you might want to maybe help them record it. But I will tell you, there was about five minutes of, it might have been like a butt dial or something. It sounded like Sloan and his mom driving around for a while. I listened to the whole damn thing thinking maybe it was like a ghost thing. Yeah, like maybe it was a haunted uh, voice memo. No, it was just Sloan and his mom driving (laughs) But thank you for sending that story. Sloan. Okay, y'all, we are back with Becky Vickers, our favorite ghost hunter in DFW. How are you, Becky? I called you Becky. I missed your name, Becky and Vickers, as Vicky. I get Vicky at least once a week. It's not a problem. <laughs> well, yeah, the last time we talked to you, you were just about to go on some sort of investigation, I think, in Oklahoma. Oh, my God. We had so much fun. We did a campout ghost hunt. And oh. Y'all missed it. I'm just going to say it was so fun. I don't know if I could handle that, though. Campouts are bad enough for me. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I have listened to way too much true crime, and someone's <laughs> always getting hacked up on a campout. But tell us about this one. Well, we, we're going to try to do another one in the spring. So if you think it's something you guys want to do, you'll have to come mm-hmm. along. <laughs> okay. Sorry, give me a second. Not COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that sad that we have to preface that now? Anytime you cough or sneeze or anything, you just have to be like, not COVID, I swear. And I don't believe you. I'm taking you to CVS. I'm going to make you do a test right here in front of me (laughs) because I don't believe you. I just talked on my own spit. That's all there was. (laughs) It's really fun when you sneeze into your mask. That's uh, uh-huh. oh, that's God, special. It's so gross. <laughs> okay, so what we did was we made this huge campfire up in Beaver's Bend. It's a national park where a lot of cool haunted history kind of things have happened. So we had this huge area, and we had skull heads all lit up in a giant circle. So it was. Totally creepy. (laughs) Like a summer party, basically, but you're actually in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that the park rangers did was tell us some of the ghost stories. And then they would take half of the people 
to these locations in a van. And the other half <laughs> came with me, and we actually walked up into the woods at the original site of Mr. Beavers that owned all of the national park. He lived there as a homestead. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. We got to the old cabin, and there's nothing left of the original cabin but the chimney stack. The Beaver family had really bad things happen. Their young son was playing along a creek bed and fell in and drowned. Mm. And supposedly campers see this child. After that, they had another son. And Mr. Beaver liked to have a drink or two in the evening of moonshine. Well, their second son, when Mr. Beavers and his wife was away, got into the moonshine and got smashed and he fell in the fire and burnt to death. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now you hear all of these cries of this boy. But then, y'all, we did part two, which was the asylum. They had it set up still from Halloween where they did a haunted house. Oh, my gosh. Oh, in it? Oh, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you guys would have liked it. <laughs> we wouldn't have stayed is what you're saying. We would have driven yeah. back to Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I might have found y'all sitting in the cars. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give your website address one more time. Beck Ghost Hunters, B-E-C-K-S, ghosthunters.com. There is an event link on there. And again, I do have some really cool stuff coming up after the first of the year. And I think it's mandatory that you guys go. <laughs> you have I don't know, girl. <laughs> I don't, I don't either. know. Okay, how about this? We'll discuss it. <laughs> Julie and I will. And then we'll get back to you, Becky. <laughs> See, I, yeah, I love the stories from the safety of my own little living room. <laughs> right. Listening Our to safety bubble. Yes, listening to you crazy bastards going out there and creeping around haunted asylums. But we might. We always say we're going to yeah. and we need to. Yeah. And this sounds I extra know. fun. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, is it like a day pass? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is there something where we're at home safely by 4 p.m.? Oh, we're going to take you guys to the extra dark places that we only take special people. No! Oh, holy shit. All right. Thanks, Becky. And we'll check back in with you in season five, okay? Okay. All right. Rebecca, do you remember Cody? He had the Afghanistan ghost story. Yeah, of course. How can you forget that story? Yeah. Okay. He wrote us back. Yeah. Hey, ladies. This is a story about Camp Devil Dog. Uh, In 2007, I went to infantry school at Camp Geiger, and at night, we would be standing post. We'd have to, you know, go collect all the trash, take it over to the dumpsters. So, we'd have like eight big, 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 like contractor-sized bags of trash, and one of our instructors, he would drive like the company pickup truck around, and we'd load the trash in the back of it. He'd take us over to the dumpster which was set pretty far out in the woods. When we would get over to the dumpster, he'd always turn his brights on, bright lights. Of course, you know, dim lights were enough to to light the area because it's pitch black uh, as it is. But he'd always turn the brights on, and when me and the other Marine would get out to start getting the trash out of the back, he would always lock the doors and move into the center of the truck. And it wasn't until we come back over and knocked on the door that he would move back over into the driver's seat. He'd unlock the door. We'd get back in. We asked him, we're like, Staff Sergeant, you know, why do you do that? And this is a man that had four combat deployments under his belt. But he told us point blank, he said, this place is haunted. After doing some later research on the area, there were a small contingent of, they weren't even really considered POWs. They were considered 
forced prisoner workers. And what they were were German prisoners from World War II. And uh, he would say that when he was taking his guys out on land navigation or night patrols or something, he would hear, you know, like people speaking in German. Now, I, I speak German, so we wanted to play a prank on him one night. We went out on a night patrol, and uh, I started saying just just random things. I think I counted maybe like to, to five or something in German. The staff starts like, hey, y'all quit playing around. It's not funny. So we're like, all right. So we'd walk a little bit more, and I'd do it again. And uh, <laughs> we were getting ready to come back, and he was like, stop right now. And he turned, and he, he looked at me. I said, staff sergeant, that wasn't me. I didn't hear what was said, but apparently it was something that was in German, and it was enough to absolutely terrify him. It's so wild to think that we had German soldiers here in the U.S. during World yeah. War II. Did you I know, know we had some right here in North Texas? Did you know that? No, I did not. And you know where they were? Uh, where they were kept? No. At White Rock Lake. Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. My kid told me that. I had no idea. And we need to figure out where, because I want to go creep around and hear if we hear. Same. See if we hear any random German voices. Seriously, I just got chills. I have literally never heard that. And I am born and raised Texas. Have never heard that in my life. It's entirely possible that my teenage daughter is messing with me, though. <laughs> I swear, if she is, I'm going to, I'm going to smack her. <laughs> you will be allowed. Okay, thank you. So we were so excited to hear back from Jesse from The Painted Lady in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Jesse sent an email and you said that the day we actually interviewed you, you had the ghost adventure guys at your house. Yeah, they were showing up that afternoon. But as soon as they hung up with the two of you, I was like finishing, you know, pulling weeds and cleaning rooms and doing all that sort of last oh my- stuff. So it was like a crazy day. <laughs> That's insane. And was it one of those things where you're there like, you can't tell anybody because we're not sure when this is going to air so keep it to yourself for now yeah exactly and then you know i couldn't even say anything until they started promoting it on travel channel which was the tuesday before it aired so really was like surprise guess guess what happened (laughs) you know like months ago finally i can tell people about it well did you have i love that you were pulling weed don't you want your place to look really creepy before they get there (laughs) i know but you know as a business owner you're like well i want to put our best foot forward and so i spend like hours doing little Finishing up little projects, just in the rare instance they would, you know, like captured on camera, you know, and of course, like none of that showed up on there. And Uh they were like, well, this is the the nicest place we've ever filmed. (laughs) Well, that's good, but you know. Well, can you tell (laughs) us anything that happened while they were there or does it have to go on the show or? You know, good question. I don't actually know what I can say, but I feel, (laughs) um, (laughs) you know. Well, has any activity kicked up since then? So for the past seven years, you know, things have happened and I thought the haunting was basically done, you know. Right. We, last time I talked to the two of you, you know, I, I, you know, told you a story about us having like a demon trap and after that was the succubus, which... By the way, the title of the the podcast for the episode you guys did, calling it "Bad Side Succubus," was yeah. so awesome. <laughs> uh, we just we just got our, our small brewer's license, and the yeah. first beer we make, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be called "Bad Side Succubus" because yes! it has to, right? Fantastic! Oh my gosh! And please get T-shirts made. Uh, we'll even help oh, yeah. you. We oh, should totally. do like we'll totally. do a collaboration. Totally. That is awesome. Oh, I love that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But things yeah. are good over here. So people people come visit. You can buy our gift certificate online at breakfastisoverrated.com. And please follow us on all the, the social 
socials and all that sort of stuff and watch the episode on YouTube because it's free. So yeah, why not? Yeah. And we'll actually, we'll post a link to that as well at hauntedaf.com on our season finale companion link. So everybody will have easy access to that and a link to the Painted Lady. You said it's breakfastisoverrated.com? Yes. All right. Thanks, Jesse. All right. Thanks, guys. So we are taking a break now. We are officially on vacation throughout the holidays, but Haunted AF is going to come back on January 28th. We will continue to post new content on our Patreon page. So go to patreon.com and find Haunted AF. Also, make sure you follow all of our social medias because we'll be sharing stuff there as well. Well, we're also planning on doing a top 10 of 2020 on New Year's Eve. So we need to know what your favorite stories are from season three and four. And as always, we would love audio of you saying which stories are your favorite. This is a great chance for those of you who love the show but haven't had any scary stories yet to share to be a part of the show, the Haunted AF Podcast. Yes, we can use your voice. Pick your favorite story or two. Tell us why you love them. Send it to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And again, that's hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And please keep sending the scary stories. We love ghost stories. We love Bigfoot, UFO, Glitch in the Matrix, those weird doppelganger stories. Even that time you thought it was a ghost, but it was actually the weird cookie monster (laughs) balloon that floated upstairs. We love all of those stories. Write them down. Record yourself telling them if you want and send them our way so we can use them on season five of Haunted AF. All right, guys, don't forget to subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever your platform is that you love listening to. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, or you can chat with us directly on our brand new website, hauntedaf.com. Got to say thanks to Andrew Mamalaga for our theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. And of course, we got to thank you, the listeners. Thanks for listening. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. Should we jump in and just be like, happy holidays, y'all? Yeah, sure. Okay. And happy holidays, y'all. Bye. Happy holidays. Bye. I'm okay. sorry. I no, can't no. help but repeat sometimes because <laughs> my brain is stupid. It's fine. I'm, I swear to God, I'm like a f-ing parent. <laughs> no, I do the same.